BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of The Cantina is... Whether on Dagaba or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have. Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. (laughs) Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Lomanale, and remember, no droids allowed. guys, welcome back to another episode of the Cantina, the Star Wars podcast here at LRM's Genreverse Podcast Network. The guys at the beginning told you exactly what what we're here here to do. Who's sponsoring the show? Grow Generation. Thank you guys so much. LRMOnline.com, Genreverse.com. Every day for all your entertainment news needs and opinions. Genreverse right now leads to to LRM, uh, but we're building our landing pages for the podcast side, and and those things will hit hit soon. Uh, Social media information, all that stuff's down below. You guys are podcast fans. You know how to do this this stuff. Uh, Yeah, I am Kyle Malone. And joined as usual by my co-host, the co-captain of this flying uh, uh, booze vessel, Cam Clark. What's up, bud? Hello there. <laughs> you know, I I almost used the K- Kenobi beard as the basis, but then I found a picture that kind of fit the more fuller look that I wanted. So right. I I got I got that. Uh, I got a haircut. I got beard trim. The hair's not styled. It's kind of just messy and hanging out of my headphones right now. But I got to get some product and mm. learn how to. I did think you were kind of going back to the seventies. What you was know, that? Some, at one point, I thought you were going back to the seventies there and going for the happy look for a while. I I really truly did, didn't want my my beard to be that that long and that scraggly i didn't want my hair to be that that long and and it just, just happened something yeah uh, it was hard to Lockdown find someone that, to do beards a lot of people i think my hair certainly got i mean well it was for a while you couldn't get a haircut so mm-hmm. you know my hair got ridiculously long as did my beard and my wife thought i looked like someone at the bgs 
<laughs> That's hilarious. So, you know, yeah. Uh, I would love to actually bring up um, uh, a, a story that you had, had shared uh, specifically uh, dealing with uh, books. And it's it's funny because <laughs> the, the wording that they they used for it is kind of weird in in my mind because they they said some more essential titles which i thought meant uh like the essentials collection but no you know as in yeah like the the, essential what they've been doing recently the re-releases the best eu Mm -hmm. books and they've been re-releasing no this is this is definitely no this is just brand new it's called essential star wars stories are coming to our galaxy and this is from starwars.com i i think they're a a, a relatively reliable Star source. Wars source, I, I yeah, source, maybe yeah. it does list it as an exclusive. You know, yeah. but I, don't, I don't think I'd even call this one a birthday. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, they say StarWars.com th- thrilled to reveal four new books featuring never-before-told t- tales from across the Star Wars saga. Mm-hmm. They mention uh, Shadow of the Sith, Brotherhood, stories of Jedi and Sith, and Star Wars Padawan. Now, these are all set across uh, different uh, uh, eras. There's some some mm-hmm. Clone Wars from Brother uh, Brotherhood, things set uh, after Re- Return of the Jedi with uh, uh, Shadow of the of the Sith, Shadow of the Empire. Huh? Anyone? Any anyone? Uh, <laughs> well, Shadow of the Sith. Could could be something completely different could, from that. Be, I mean, but ca- come on, be. they're invoking they're invoking the the name though, just like air. But it's it's, Jedi. it's it's like that classic um, title that he is, you know. Yeah, so no. Let's check a thousand fantasy franchises, yeah. and one of the books will probably be called Shadow, Shadow of, of the Something. something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, but like, Shadow of the North, like Shadow I, of the Dark, you know, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Uh, but you can't can't deny that that. Uh, one of those first books for the new uh, new canon back in in 2015 or, or whatever 2014 20, 2015 was heir to the Je- Jedi. Like they 100 mm-hmm. picked that because of heir to the heir to the Empire being that that first big. I know yeah. there was Splinter and, and and whatnot, but the first yeah, like successful the e- didn't EU. get released at first. Or remember, yeah. it was written much earlier, but they didn't release it because. It obviously didn't follow canon at that point because it was pre-Empire Strikes Back. So um, so it didn't really follow any of the canon. Mm-hmm. So that I don't think that was ever released till much, much later. And, I don't and know when you read it, it was. now, I mean, I don't know if you've ever read Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I have. Um, and, you know, it doesn't quite fit. You can tell it was written post-Star Wars and pre-Empire, you know, the, the writer that's seen it, um, because there's just a lot of that world building's just not there yet. Um, uh, but but he ho you know. It says it was for first published by Del Rey in 78. It was published in 78. There you go. That's what they, they say. Did they uh, stop I know it then? Like, Wikipedia is not the stop best. Printing it uh, and release it again? Because I'm sure I picked, when I picked it up and read it for the first time was, you know, we're talking there was EU books out already at this point, and I remember it clearly stating on it that you know it was written at a time you know when it, it didn't fit the canon or anything. There like may that have been some. It. So I don't know if they did a re-release or something. Yeah, kind of there was. For it at that point. There was 78 multiple releases, uh, hard and, and softback. Uh, in 78, 81, there was another 
printing, <coughs> 86, another printing, and 2011. So my guess is 80, 81, probably 86, that that re, reprinting maybe came with the... That's probably the one I'm kind of thinking about, given the kind of timelines of when I started yeah, Star Wars books. You know. Here's the some of the co- covers. I don't know if you are able to actually see the screen or not. These are... I can cool, see the screen. Yeah. These are some of the co- like I remember this cover like these are the ones that I have in, in my in my mind when I think yeah. of like the library and yeah. seeing the book. Me too. Yeah, and so. I think that's that's where I got I picked it up at one of these kind of oh, I don't know if you have them but we used to have these things before digital age mobile libraries that would drive around. Yeah, so B- for people who get to libraries, yeah, and you would come around and you went in and you rented a book out and then mm-hmm. the next time the the truck come back you would take it back and exchange it. For another one, so we that's have, where I read all the Star Wars books. Yeah, we we have the, those bookmobiles, and we also have like a little, uh, small like li- libraries. It's basically like a new newsstand, but it's just a a thing of full of books. Take one and and leave one, and it's a, it's an honor gotcha. system. But it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, well, I, I like that book. Who wants to steal like books? You know. Yeah. Um, we, we, yeah. Uh, so. And once you've read a book, most of the time you just want somewhere else you can pass it along to, don't mm-hmm. you? You know, unless it's one of your particular favorites or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'll I'll say uh, the, the other ones. We kind of got got off on a on a tan, tangent there with the As always. Uh, with the t- titling. Uh, but they go back to to the prequel tr- trilogy uh, with uh, some stuff dealing with uh, both Anakin and uh, uh, in the Clone Clone Wars. And one with with Obi Wan as a student to to Qui Gon with that last Star Wars could be interesting. It could be uh, like a lot of these all sound interesting. Like I would I would love to know more about the the canon of of Luke in in post Return of the Jedi. But dude, you and I both know that ninety nine point nine percent chance none of these books fucking matter and no, nothing of consequence well i think not necessarily in the ones that are set like for example the obi-wan padawan one because that's not really an opportunity for a series at any point down the line but i think if it no. comes to post return of the jedi look there is opportunity there and therefore they don't want to kind of tie themselves into mm-hmm. that if, if later on that they're going to, and we've heard rumors about that that they want mm-hmm. to do something with looking grogu going forward we've debated ourselves before about whether that should be animated or live action and the the kind of trade-offs that you'd be making either way um on that but you know that seems like it's still a potentially fertile ground for them to make a show out of and i think do that in that respect, I agree with you then. But if, if, if Luke's going to get involved, I, d- I don't think that would be a book of great significance. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of the o- only thing that that sucks for the, these books because that's been why the 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 uh, aftermath was the, or whichever ones were were leading us to uh, Force Awakens. Oh. Uh, those were so in. Con- I remember yeah. reading. And and they were like, uh, um, oh, the you know we're gonna tell you exactly how we get to to the Force Awakens by by the time by the time we <laughs> we get there. And I'm like I'm like, no, you guys didn't ex- explain jack sh- shit. And no. then they're like, okay, well these these comics and this this stuff that's gonna come come before the the uh, the uh, Last Jedi that'll give you guys a lot of a lot of 
filler. No, no, you guys still didn't do jack fucking shit. And but we know, and we know now the oh reasons behind that is because at that time they genuinely they still didn't know what they were going to do with the next. fucking movies. So how can you then? How can you then? But write a prequel which pins you into a corner. Yeah, but they've stuck with it part of as the whole far as I can. Situation they went wrong. Yeah, well, we don't know because they haven't been doing. It. I mean, other than the High Republic books, that's been the piece yeah. at the moment, and it kind of can do its own thing because it's set so many hundred years before. They don't really have to worry about too much canon at this point, so they kind of can go wherever they want and go as grand as they want. But, um, but I think we're assuming things will be the same as what they've been and maybe this That's is a new maybe. in a different direction and certainly some of those books are, are, with, are, are at the point where you know we, we, we wouldn't necessarily they wouldn't be what's the word I'm looking for taking away opportunities for them to make more money by making a show out of it if you like the only one that I could see that potentially with is Luke but they haven't did they say in it you know, they say potentially books will look in them, but did they give an era or what period of Luke? Yeah, yeah. That in it? Uh, well, it's it's just Luke and Lando after Re- Return of the Jedi finds so Lando Jedi. on a mission to lo- locate Exegol. Okay, so that, I mean, that could be them genuinely trying to link into the sequel trilogy, maybe, it seems maybe. like, you know, and, and really kind of properly connect it up where we're looking Lando there. You know, we know Lando lost his kid and all that at some mm-hmm. point, as much as I might not like those sequels, they are canon, and I always have to remember that going forward. So, you know, <sighs> oh. that could link into the potential Lando series that come in. Like, we've, we've discussed this before, how... If Notice it was there like hasn't old been, old been a lot Lando talking to his daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of that reason is I don't think they have Donald Glover locked down and agreed for it yet. I mean, he's pretty busy. So when are they going to make it? And yeah. and I don't think they can do a whole series using Billy D. Williams. He's no. too old for that yeah. now, you know. I mean, but what as we have said is what would be a great kind of bookend if it was Billy D which can all be done in one studio, you know, sitting, talking to his daughter, finding out that they're really telling them about some of the stories that used to have. And then we flash back to mm-hmm. the Donald Glover version who gets to do the, the actual, who's the main adventure. star of the show, yeah. if you like, yeah, and gets to, to do most of the stuff. But mm-hmm. before they can really get that up and running, I suppose they have to get Donald Glover locked down or decide what they're going to do on that. So there's, I mean, they've announced it, but we've heard nothing about it, but, Unlike Rangers of the New Republic, which they then came out and clarified it's no longer on, on, in development, mm-hmm. they haven't said anything at all about Lando. So we must assume, until told otherwise, that it's still on at some point. Yeah, It just seems to be the furthest out of, of the Disney Plus stuff that they've announced so far, I would guess. My, my, my guess is as well, um, you know, one thing that you you kind of brought up when when you were saying in, about the the these books and the cons- mm-hmm. consequences they they could have, do you, do you notice after the I and people can ar- argue with me all they want on their their per- personal feelings the sales and the uh, internet re- reactions speak for themselves of the of the High Republic. It's been lackluster. To say well, that I've spoke to people online about this, people and like other it. People have turned but it didn't and said, What sell. are you talking about? You're absolutely insane. But I mean, I'm not seeing 
a massive success there when, when I look at it. Just because there's a group of people that are, that love a, it. you know, that love it, that's mm-hmm. fine. That you know, yeah. that's a cult following. But I don't think it's something that has grabbed the attention of the wider Star Wars fan base, which is a very, very big fan base, let's mm-hmm. face it. Uh, but then even you didn't grab the entire Star Wars fan base and it was some people hate mostly it. decent so, well um, you know there was so much of it you know my feelings there was mm-hmm. good but to me eventually things started to take a bad turn with certain writers and it all just got a bit messy towards towards the end for me um, and power creep became an issue because everybody mm-hmm. wanted their own you know they wanted their own Super point, Saiyan Jedi moment. It just wasn't really, you know, approving all these. I think it was just running on its own, if you mm-hmm. like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, a massive fan of the... I would never go back and say, like, yes, they should just film all the old <laughs> no. stuff or anything like that. I think I like what they are doing is taking... Well, now, what they're doing now, sorry, I should say, and mm-hmm. taking elements of it but constructing it in their own way in a more kind of positive a, a more controlled fashion however that's now you know to begin with when they wrote those sequel trilogies they, they didn't really do that there might be some elements we've talked about before that they did copy um for those sequels but oh yeah really, they've they also, har- harvested some some story el- elements and ca- character know, traits for for certain they, they could have actually stolen a little bit more and probably oh, should have made some, and made they some are now. Movies as a and result, yeah. th- that's kind of what I wanted to to ask you with it is is dude, do do you think they're because the because the High Republic was lack lackluster, and again mm-hmm. that is despite how many it doesn't matter how many of you love it, it matters how many are actually reading it. Yep. So that that's what I'm getting at, and I've looked at the the. Does it make sales enough charts money based and... on what they expect it to make? No, um, no. You know, and you I notice they stop pu- as well pushing as it. They they stop supporting the new new books as much as as they yeah. Did they're not spending last... as much in market. No, they're not. So uh, with that, do you, and besides uh, the comics, you haven't even seen a lot of novels taking place with with uh, uh, classic characters. Uh, or prequel characters, mm. even. Do you think no. that the the success of the Essentials line, the Essential e, EU line, uh, Essentials Legend, that's what it's called, uh, uh, Legend Essentials or whatever, the, the, the yeah. EU re-release, releases, do you think those successes are leading to this, this type of stuff with these characters? Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems to me better business sense to me you know they're looking at this and saying okay we're gonna call when, that when you um when you are creating a product you should be reacting to what the fans are liking you know so you should be looking at um you know what is selling well and saying hey we need to do more of this that that's true of sort of any comic book you know if you if you write mm-hmm. a comic book and no one likes it and it's not selling you know back in the day marvel would say okay let's let's move somewhere else oh everybody to be. Like spider-man let's make more spider-man you know so you have to react to it's a business at the end of the day and the business is what sells more so i think there absolutely is that but i wonder what i 
I don't think they should do, and I don't think they will do this. Is, is stop the, doing the High no, Republic? No. no, because they need to. They need to push these things, yeah. and they have got a fan base, and they need to be true to that and we fan need base new, as well. New original stuff and yeah. new and creations. Who knows, get better as well yeah now my whole but i think hopefully if they do but if they do do books that will sell more because they have that connection to the larger star wars fan base it kind of finances the more riskier stuff if you like Mm -hmm. as well that's true because you can you can afford tons of writers out there (laughs) you know yeah you can afford more bumps in the road if you've got a a steady stream of Mm -hmm. of print Money, not print, printing money, but money money from, from your, your yeah. print business. How much money do you uh, expect to generate from that yeah. side of the business? So yeah. you could take more more risks. And and that was always my my thing. I always looked at, at them like, why are you guys leaving that money on, on the table? I always said it was the yeah. dumbest yeah, thing in the yeah. world to c- cut the EU like they did. And they s- have slowly, softly walked it back. <laughs> in a few of not said it yet. But, right, all without adding new new stories yeah. to it, basically. The, so this is kind of like them. This testing is a the new EU. They are, they are creating so speak. a new yep. EU, and and yeah, there's still some going to be some of those classics there, but they can't be canon anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're they're looking to actually create a new EU, um, and there is still a desire for people to read stories because they're dead now in the universe, you know, mm-hmm. um, about. Han and Luke and well, Lando's not dead, but you know, right? Adam but you know what I mean. The, the 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 main four, if you like, um, they're you know three of them are dead. Canon wise now, obviously we know Carrie's passed away in real life as well. But that that's kind of irrespective to to this discussion. The characters themselves are no longer there anymore, so there is still going to be an appetite. And the Mandalorian tells you that alone. Look at how. You know, look at all those videos of people just going off their head when Luke shows up in the Mandalorian, yeah. and that tells you there's there's the money. That's the money shot, <laughs> Disney. See that money? Reach in with your hands and grab that and pull it out. How do you make more money off I've it? Been, and you me, and I've been saying this shit. The most stuff will oh the most popular character but in that's the Star Wars the thing, universe, dude. They... And we don't know what happened in most of his life. Mm-mm. Nope. So tell it's, us, it's almost like know, it it's almost sense. like it's almost like like G- Jesus. We we meet Jesus in in the Bible, and I'm uh, this is you know we're we're just talking about it in oh, story th- thing, right? Story right. Uh, hey, exactly. Uh, we we meet him as a, a young child, and then skip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luke, we we meet him as a young adult, and then skip. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then he and then he he sacrifices himself, much like Jesus. Mate, they hey, all got it. But Disney but... should do that. <laughs> maybe they should write uh, Jesus the Young Years. Did that work? I love I love it. No, I love not it. better. Jesus the Wonder Years. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically the Wonder like Years, that. but it's about Jesus set back like, in no, the early dude. days when. Copy Christian than copy copyright genre verse Cantina Kyle and Cam. Yeah. I don't think you can actually copyright ideas so. that to do with Jesus, do you? I think I anybody think... can make it. I, I don't know. Is, is Jesus How can Christ you copyright Jesus? Copy... I, well, I mean... that specific story, the songs, yeah. yes, they're all copyrighted. But you what can't, about, like, you, Jesus the Christ Vampire Hunter? If, the comic? If, if I want to... Well, again, a specific comic with a certain theme, that that would be, yeah. 
Um, and, and if we had a show together, but, you know, ultimately us make not what happened to Jesus in the early days. Uh, I think the ideas I would have for that show would be very different from the ideas that you would have for that show. Anyway. <laughs> they, they would both co- come together and be incredibly f- funny, though. That That's, that's for sure. Uh, I've I've got a good. I'm not stuck up about about my my faith like like some people, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing to be stuck up. You should about be able it. to laugh Just, at anything. You should you should be able to to laugh at at things like like Cam said exactly. So we're gonna laugh at this god awful segue to our sponsors over at Grocery. not that uh, our sponsors are, are god no awful, just the, the segue, segue was just atrocious. <laughs> Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Oh, man. All right. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring our uh, our show, the amazing people over at Grow, grow Generation, uh, where the where the pros do go, go to grow. Uh, Cam, we kind of got uh, uh, some some uh, potential news on on the release Ooh. of a, a big show. Everyone's been. Maybe Super the biggest excited one that's, that's yeah. coming out. Um, so something called uh uh what what's a little, that? A little show we call Kenobi. Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah. You know, it's worth just mentioning how much this one I think means to the fan base. Mm-hmm. This is the one that when it's I see people deal. you know, people want to see Andor, people want to see Mandalorian season three, they want to see the Book of Boba Fett. I'm not it's saying they're not popular, deal, deal, but though. this is Obi Wan. So, you know, it is a huge deal. So, yeah, um, the people at... Um, well, Mason, you mean? Yeah. Well, I was going to... Yeah. Jordan oh, okay. Mason, who has definitely got an inside track into Lucasfilm. Because let's just... If if, if you trust that we do and that our information's been genuine, we can then verify a lot of the stuff that he comes up with and vice versa. And sometimes we have a little back and forth with some things that we think we know that they we're not allowed to talk about as well. You know, put it this way, we, we have a lot of faith that Jordan definitely does have connections within Lucasfilm. And he's heard that the kind of aim is for, for Obi-Wan to release in May. Now, that's kind of what our guess was anyway, wasn't it, Kyle? Or that's mm-hmm. what we, we, we thought, I think the three years you I might kind of thought Obi-Wan would come before Andor. Yeah. But the fan base were still kind of like, will it or will it be Andor first? Because it started, but, you know, we have to remember that Andor is a 12-episode season one. Uh, Obi-Wan's only, what, six episodes, I think? Or is yeah, it eight? I don't know. Like I don't, do we, maybe we don't know maybe. for certain, but it's, it's not 12, put it that way. Um, and, um, you know, it actually does, given that it was mostly filmed using the volume, whereas Andor was location, we've talked about all this before, and that was our reason why we thought Six. Obi-Wan would end up releasing before Andor. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes sense. I mean, might guess that May, May the 4th, you know, everything that comes out of that, it would be a great time for Obi-Wan to be on air. The so, first episode you know, drop 
with like I mean, celebration be, or something. That would be great, something or... like that. Like, um, he was trying to you know, like really think make about where things could connect. And, you know, yeah. they, they have to do that. They have to really promote this heavily because they know the fans want it. And it just would make a lot of sense for it to come in May. But, you know, if Jordan's hearing that that's a plan, then then I'll go with that as well. Yep. What I would say, though, is, and I'm sure Jordan Mason would agree with us, is that things can change with release dates. We, we have seen that already. And if this oh, no, kind of... The tra- trailer, I think, was... Because it was a while ago, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to lose the thought. Mike had, had said... Um, he was trying Hope to think about at celebration. No, no, he was trying to uh, think out of like the the logical points of where Disney could could announce things. And yeah. there was a there was a tra- trailer. Maybe it was like the Mando tra- trailer that he thought might drop, but I I don't remember the conversation. So no one quite quote Mike as well, saying no. anything but in particular. That was, was my, what, yeah. what I would say is we were all just guessing at that point. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like inside information mm-hmm. we were no. talking about. It was just theorizing mm-hmm. on what we do know. Um, but yeah, to, just to go back to my point, what I would say is things can change. So, you know, if this AATSE strike, for example, does kick in, I know they're going back to the table to have discussions again, but let's just say that does kick in. That could delay things, for example. You know, it could delay yeah. a lot of stuff in Hollywood and Obi-Wan could fall victim to that as well. So I just, I wouldn't, you know, go and put £100,000 down on the bookies uh, that, that Obi-Wan will be released in May. But it sounds, based on the information we're hearing, that that, that seems the most likely scenario at the moment. Does that yeah. sound good? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm really I I I could see where things could me- get co- be caused to be pushed back, but I I believe yeah. wholeheartedly the the full intent right now is yeah. is May. It just it just makes the most sense. But ultimately, um again it's it's business, right? So, you know, just think of the business rationale behind having that as being the May show. And I've kind of theorized and this is you can disagree or agree with me. And May, if you May want 4th on this is a win, um, Wednesday, too. It is a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday. That's the thing, you know. You're just mm. like, oh. And, and I do know, like, I just don't know. It could be, you know, Obi Wan releases in May the 4th. I mean, I don't know. I think if that I were love them, to happen. I would They'd love it. it to happen. But whether it's ready in time, I don't know. They, they yeah. won't put it out if it's not ready. Put it that no. way. Um, my my guess is therefore that we obviously we have bookable buffet come December twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know it's uh, what six episodes long, so um, mm. so we kind of know how long is it six or eight? Jeez, I'm getting confused with all these now. I think um, I think it's six, but I, I'll get that. Kyle will confirm that on his I'm laptop looking, at the no. moment. Um, not laptop, sorry, excuse <laughs> laptop. Excuse eight. me, I just offended you. Eight, according to Tom's guy, right. as of okay. September 29th. <laughs> that, that'll be right, because we, as I'm sure we've covered it. It's just the state yeah, yeah. of my adult brain at the moment. Um, so we get that on December 29th. That's going to last for eight weeks. My guess is the Obi-Wan would then be next up, that we would get a Star Wars break between then and May, and that's when kind of Obi-Wan Kenobi would kick in. I would guess then the next one after that could actually be the Bad Batch Season 2. 
Although, what I would say with a bad batch is, I don't think they would be too scared with a bad batch of having it cross over into some of the live action yeah. stuff because they know not everyone's going to going to watch the animated stuff. Um, so, it could have a bit of crossover. It'll be much longer, obviously. What was it, 17, 18 episodes this year? So, it could be that again. Um, mm-hmm. I would guess that would be my guess what it would be. So, my guess would then be Andor would be kind of fall time if you like um that could take us right through to winter and then maybe december january 23 that kind of area where we might see mando season three would you go with that or would you have a i know when i when i said that online a few people come out and say like readers come back and said nah i think it'll be this that whatever so it's it really is just guesswork so i'm just asking your opinion the the only the only thing I am curious about is is and Andor, and I I I know ugh, every, everyone's talking about what wrapped when, what started when. Mm-hmm. We all know that a lot of these productions, like every production, had some early sh- shooting. We'll have some later shooting not including reshoots just additional shooting as well as Mm -hmm. everything having having reshoots so while we might see certain things being reported on as officials start or official wrap we know that these shows get worked on till the day till the week of release really when you talk about raps exactly the main the main portion of the crew i i wouldn't i would not be surprised to see Andor in a late summer mm. uh, release versus uh, an early fall. Do you think um, it could come before Bad Batch season two? Then, which we know they've do- been doing voice work for that. Yeah, now, may- a lot of maybe like kinda- you said and where did they do the voice work but what we've heard and what i've heard about how they make these star wars shows is that the voice work comes quite early on in mm-hmm. the process it's not necessarily as if they don't film it animate it all then get them to come in at the end and do the voices they, they they do that at an earlier stage and then keep working on the animation a little bit more from what i've heard so we don't know how far on it is but we know it's at the stage of people recording voices for it because yeah. one of the actresses has posted an image <laughs> of a in a booth recording voices for Bad Batch season two. So, you know. I I think the idea of it crossing over, you, you, you know, uh, uh, ble- bleeding over is is real potential. Whether or not Andor would actually start before, right right on. Or, you know, it, it's just, it, it feels like there's a, a lot, there's not. A lot of space but it feels like like it because we're used to seeing the the other schedule from from marvel which is just <laughs> everywhere so and i think we, we may get there with maybe, star wars maybe, eventually maybe but i mean yeah but I, moment, I like your we've your got thing. four that's, projects yeah you know, that's are coming only... out and potentially the yep. year i mean i'll call boba fett next year because it's almost next year before it starts so yes, so that 29th yeah bad batch season two obi-wan kenobi and or we know they, they've just started likely. filming yeah. mando so we can't guarantee it'll hit 2022 my right. guess is it'll slip into 2023 so so that gives us an entire year to place mm-hmm. three projects and one of them is at the very start of the year you yeah. know yeah uh, and and it, it's it's good it's 
it's overall i i'm i don't care about that bad batch sorry guys but uh everything else i'm excited to to see not necessarily think everything's gonna land a hundred percent i'm still scared shitless of of leia being in in uh obi-wan kenobi but i i honestly think that's some people being like i will not allow live action luke to have luke skywalker to have the last big oh ot character moment i i don't know no i'm just saying i got this awful feel i got a bad feeling about this that leia's gonna use some massive force power or or do something amazing and then someone will erase her memory (laughs) i'm telling i'm telling that i got a feeling um they've already done it in the in the fucking sequel trilogy (laughs) yeah but they're trying to improve upon that now kill that's the whole point some and remember this is a script that originally didn't land and then yeah. after various people we real say so in, in Disney, but overall, I, I know, I know, I guess rewritten said, and everybody, you know, you've heard, you know, that Mike yeah. knows more about that story. Everyone than us. is is r- r- rubbing one everybody out to this says thing. I, I got it. Good, but so but every, just every, hope. everyone, I I got, I have it. Listen, it, I'm, I'm also, usually Mister Pessimist. <laughs> But I was so pessimistic that my club, my football club, would never be bought over. And today they were. It finally yeah, happened. So sometimes true. you've got to remember Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things, Kel. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I I just, I, I have that. It just didn't make any any sense for her to be, be in, I got in you. there. I and got it's you. just kind of like, Why? The other other thing that's likely is just to do a nice lo- loving tribute to to uh, Carrie Fisher by bringing the character for uh, an, an adventure. In which case, I still say badass young young adult teenage uh, spy Leia for for Andor like season two would have been pretty pretty cool as as well uh, in that. But I mean, we'll, you never know. We'll it's, it's, like, it's a role. That yeah, could it could, could. begin and Obi one and and carry in potentially. Andor, potentially, but I think the problem you'd have with Andor is whatever actress you get by the point of Andor, they, they should be looking more they like Leia does like in a new role. I can accept and Obi one. I can still going to look like a kid. A kid. You know, yeah. she's only going to be ten. Yeah. So. Oh, I got, I got, got that. I'm saying I could, could accept it. Just like I could accept a re, I don't want recast necessarily Luke. recast Luke, but I could ex- accept it. I prefer the accept it. Anim- animated thing. Uh, the, I guess the I'm last. I'm 50 Yeah. I, I guess the last thing we could kind of talk about is a, is a potential spoiler. Well, it is a spoiler. It's a scene description from the scene description, of, but well, I wouldn't call it particularly spoilery no but, yeah. it's yeah i mean people that are lo- yeah. looking for depends on your spoiler level yeah if if you don't want to hear about an actiony type scene and and mm-hmm. what it's gonna where it'll be at because really th- that's it it's the, the description of of a of an action scene a set piece yeah so basically. it's probably worth seeing before yeah. we get into this that if somebody wants to go completely clean into boba fett and not even yep. know anything go about ahead it and, uh, but then I would question why those people probably listen to our <laughs> podcast in the first place since yeah. we discuss rumors so much yeah. um, and, and little leaks and stuff. But we, we, to be fair, with story stuff, we're not really into spoiling stories. Mm-hmm. So 
we tend to, when it comes to the story, it, it tends to be our own speculation and what we, what we think is going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you really don't want to find out about an action scene in Boba Fett, maybe come back and listen to the rest of the podcast another time. Um, yeah, after there's, this point. there's a ch- chapter mar- markers in the description below. You could <clears throat> skip ahead or c- come back later. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and share really the screen. Kidding. You're all so. staying on. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Uh, so... Uh, we we got this description came came from Star Wars news newsnet. <laughs> yeah. Every everyone knows who who they are. We don't need to go no. go into them. And they said, hey, <coughs> "Excuse me, I'm choking here. <clears throat> Hold on, let me check that message." Okay, not a, not important. Uh, a reliable source has described a scene from the book of Boba Fett to us. In the scene, but Boba Fett will be encountering and. Quite possibly taming or controlling a rancor. Our source was not completely positive on whether Fett is fighting the beast or controlling it, but Fett is standing on the back of the rancor's neck and looks like he's riding and controlling it as it tears through a complex or city street on what is likely uh, Tatooine. We consulted with a separate source who confirmed the scene is indeed in this series ooh ah i kind of i kind of ex- expected the the uh, a rank core to be involved cuz you would th- think like well what's his name's going to it's funny you, you should say that cuz i i would never have thought that oh, until I, just, I had watched the bad batch season 1 oh see? did they do something with that so there was a there was a an episode where they have to get a rancor and it's just a baby rancor um, and the person taking delivery of said rancor is one Jabba D. Hutt um, on Tatooine <sighs> but it's not the one that was killed in Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. obviously we we know that for a fact um, and the name you know and everything like that um, so I wondered if, if that just meant that Jabba actually had more than I'm not saying specifically it needs to be that one but I wonder if it indicated to me at that point that maybe Jabba didn't just have one rancor kind of thing but you think you say where would he keep any, any of the other ones they're kind of big you know and he kind of had this big dungeon perfect for it if you like so. well, I just thought my, my thinking was that the, the keeper one would have tried to get a, another, another one because we don't see him to die the keeper we assume isn't necessarily on the on the sail barge you you know why would the why would the keeper uh, go no, out I mean, to the well Starlight i'm bit? going going into the eu here obviously but I, this is an eu thing that yeah in my i'm head, ignoring the e- eu for the, this um and he was you know because they did tell his story quite well tells of Jabba tells palace. Of the Jabba's palace yeah yep. which is by the way if you ever i heard somebody suggested this other day there and i wholeheartedly agree Instead of a what-if show for Star Wars, give us something like that, Tales of Jabba's Palace. Little, yeah. small stories about inconsequential characters and how they got there in the first place. Yeah. Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah, that that all those uh, all those inconsequential inconse- wastes of like seven, eight hours of my life to read of a 500-page, you know, novel. Did you not, not like novel. that? Um, uh, no, the, your, your idea. That idea is good for for an, animation. That's what I'm saying. Like all of yep. the novel novels that they've been been doing that don't have any consequences would have been better off as animated shows because it would have been yep. faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, like, you're right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I don't know is the honest answer yeah. about why we're going to see or whether this Rancor will be like that one from the Bad Batch or something like that. I mean, it may never get named. What I would say that I kind of is cool from my point of view is that we've never seen a live action Rancor since 1983. And of yeah. course, they, they, they did the special effects a little bit in the special editions, but there was only so much you could do mm-hmm. to that very old model. I'm kind of interested to see a modern special effects version well, of a of an adult Rancor. I they're I, quite cool monsters. I'll also say this, and and I I'll I'll guess this is not the last Rancor. We'll we'll see. I expect us to see one for um for um the the acolyte. I, I expect to see Dathomir <laughs> on the Acolyte, and if, oh, we, if we don't, I'll be highly, highly upset. And therefore, the Rancor's kind of natural mm-hmm. environment. Yep. So uh, that's one thing I, I really, really would, would like to, to see. If you, you remember but back when the can- Cantina for, first started, you and I wondered about the idea of like a Star Wars horror set with the witches mm. of da- Dathomir and I still stand by that's one of our best and I still ideas. stand by that they shouldn't do horror ever no. in Star Wars but you know we'll agree to disagree <laughs> bring it <sighs> anyways I'm I'm like I said as far as in canon I, I was like man you know what if the keepers stuck around with Bib, Bib Fortuna you know that that yeah. we're, we're seeing Star Wars wanting, wanting to use a lot of ot stuff these these days and i was like okay yeah i, I could have i i have expected to see rain raincore because it was like what else are they gonna gonna do they're not gonna use crate dragons they're gonna want to have some sort of beast just like they did in mando and raincore seemed like a good th- thing on on tatooine that would likely get another get another one there somehow i thought mm. it'd be the, the keeper but i didn't know about the Jabba thing. Like well, this, yeah, the bad, bad batch, batch connection yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it was a, it was not. I would say the best or worst episode. I didn't really like young Rancors, although that was a bit funky, <sighs> you know. But uh, to me, Excuse the Rancors not some lovable beast. It's it's really quite a horrific monster, you know, and yeah. it should keep that that horrific element to it. That, oh, that's one God. thing I would they agree really with. Did try to Black make that monsters. thing cute. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Just see what I mean. But be then that's the animation style, mm-hmm. isn't it? Now, if you think about all the monsters, because this is aimed for kids, they all get kind of toned down a little bit. You don't see anything too horrific in the cartoons. They all get that weird sort of this is this is for kids promise look look on them. But. Obviously, when it comes any... to live action and, and the yeah. Book of Boba Fett's not for kids, I wouldn't say, and therefore, you know, I'm expecting to see a, a proper Rancor at, yeah. at this point. Well, but it sounds see. like a cool action scene to me. Yeah, I'm 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 down down with it. I want to I want to see it of of course. Uh, uh, Robert Rod Rodriguez is one of the most t- talented direct directors out there. A real Seems like a real legit. Cool, when, cool I'll just guy. I'll just put the caveat in there when oh. he's got someone to rein a minute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes he goes too far. Well, we I'll I'll say this: the m- movies may not always be the the best thing in in the 
in the world because of what what you're you're getting at but the direction the the shots the the action i think he's always done a, a good job at at capturing as well that yeah. uh and he also seems like to be a le- legit cool guy like uh i i can remember some some extras where he's he's ta- talking about the movie and and filmmaking and and stuff but he's making like a, a sandwich and and teaching you how to cook, cook the sandwiches as well and the the fact that he built this movie studio on his on his property so he could not just t- test things out as a as a filmmaker himself but so he could make shit with his k- kids man he yeah. make that's how the shark boy lava girl spy yeah, kids yeah i know he does that stuff is you know for these kids but yeah and that that that's that's cool and that carries over in into his his filmmaking with things like like uh action set pieces uh it's like the the test footage he, he did for his episode of mandalorian it's like playing with a- action fi- figures we all di- did it you know absolutely how many, how many awesome you know fight scenes with with a- action figures that were way more ba- badass than anything in the prequels or sequels could ever imagine have done <laughs> And and it was yeah. there in our in our hands and in our minds and and he he gets to do that with real real big action figures, <laughs> so I'm pretty excited to to see that. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I guess that's about it for this week, man. Uh, not yeah, like a so. too slow of a of a news week, but uh. Not not the the world's most biz, busiest, but we're we're def, definitely waiting. And this is not me saying any any hints. Just waiting for that first uh, Boba Fett footage to to drop. Uh, everyone's looking to the Disney Plus day of of course in no, November twelfth. What was it? Something like, like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I I think it's gonna be fun. It's not necessarily the way that I would have taken it, but I'm not writing for Disney, so we'll we'll see where it actually yeah, uh, I'm goes. And to, at some yeah. point, get some how, just real. Yeah. How much of a how much of an anti-hero versus how much of a good guy are we gonna get? Again? <sighs> and I'll always be be a little upset that he's not more vi- villain, but I completely understand and, and know why. But but we'll, we'll see. I'm not sure. I think you might be surprised. I hope I am. I I I hope I, I still am. think he's going to be very neutral. And and if anything, slip into petite, slight anti-hero. But you know, mm. grim anti-hero. I would say in terms of like the man with no name. I've always kind of yeah. likened it to. He's an anti-hero, but he's not a nice guy. You know, right. nobody can watch those films and say, "Oh, I really rooted for the hero there," because uh, that's not the type of character he is. Yeah, we always bring up the so. pay, payback as as the yeah, prime example of example. Yeah. of the bad, bad, bad guy that bad really only has end up rooting for one thing. He 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 had a girl that he he didn't want her being treated bad, and he he wanted to do do right and by her and One that was his teacher, yeah. yeah that was his only real redeeming moment but god you wanted him to kill all the pe- people that were worse than he was yeah and that, that's kind of that's what i've got in my head boba fett just <laughs> killing randomly like just 
whacking dudes that are just worse than him, you yeah, know, because like, they crossed them. That I can and at the end of the day, we'll find out these people are are bad dudes. Yeah. And of course, we know with Cad Bane being in it, so, mm-hmm. I mean, we the know Cad's they've got a history team. with each other, so, you know, and there's a few Our other dudes that could show up as well. We know I mean. Bosk's going to show up. We still don't know whether he'll be pro-Boba yeah. or against Boba, so there's lots of interesting things to see at this show, and there are rumours Din Djarin will show up at some point in the, the series as well, so yeah, we shall see. We shall, and every everyone else, you guys can see all of that w- with us by b- bookmarking and b- visiting lrmonline.com and genreverse.com uh, every day for, for all your entertainment new- news needs and, and opinions. Check out our uh, Genreverse Podcast Network, wherever you get your, your podcast from. You're obviously listening to this one on something, and go ahead and follow us there. And if you're not listening, you're wa- watching on YouTube, please subscribe to LRM's uh, YouTube channel because in addition to all the podcasts and uh, that are available in, in video with beautiful moving moving color pictures it's amazing technology uh we have uh a lot of interviews with uh uh celebrities and i can't i'm not even gonna go go through all the names because this year alone we had what de niro and damon and 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 oh my yeah but you know the most important one kyle is and the one that i am jealous about is the one that gig published was it yesterday he got gig got to interview miss piggy Oh yeah, uh, and and Gonzo, that was really cool too. Too I saw, <laughs> saw that one. I like. I, like I mean, that. that was just cool. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, that makes me jealous. Yeah, I must admit. So everyone, please do check all of that out. There's social media information down below. Uh, next podcasts c- coming up. Daily Cup of Genre, uh, Breaking Geek Radio, the the podcast anime versal reviews mid- midnight run Ch- check all that out cam you got anything you want want to say plug or throw, throw out there no no all good you've still covered it all all right everyone until next time may the force be with you redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.